time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. All right, welcome back into Sports Daily. It's a Friday edition, the final show of the year before we get in to 2023, and it's our final Friday football picks of 2022. We're going to keep going, though. Obviously, the NFL season uh, will continue and, and all of that, but it's our final pick segment of the entire year. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, Jad Chambers producing, Jacob Albrock not with us today, but we do have his selections of the games that we have to run down here in just a few minutes. But before we get into that, Jad, I know you've got receipts from last week, and I would love it oh, yeah. if you let everybody <laughs> yeah. know yeah. how amazing I was last week. Right. You've begged for us not to remake reports like this over the past few weeks. But to this week, oh, yeah, let's hear about it, Jed. What do you got? Let's hear it, Jed. Let's hear about it. Well, going into the uh, Liberty Bowl, you were tied with uh, Paul. But Paul had yeah. chosen Arkansas, and KU managed to cover mm. Uh, and that did. incredible game. And so, yeah, uh, you went eight and two on the week. A very good week. Wait, say that again? You... <laughs> Will you stop it? Come, <laughs> enough's enough. For God's sake, you can't milk it forever. Let me let me say that's, this, though. That's eight and two, baby. That's 80%. <laughs> that's eight and two, and that's a great week. But Paul went seven and three, and you're still ten games behind him. Oh, well, would you repeat that again? <laughs> what, what, would you, what was that again, Jed? I'm sorry. I, I mean, that's beside that. the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul still has a pretty comfortable lead in the pick. So you're going to, as amazing a week as that was, you're still going to have to do better if you want to catch him. Well, look, at least I got a game on him, so I'll take that for sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> that Liberty Bowl was pretty crazy. A three-point spread, and, of course, the Jayhawks lose by two, uh, so they cover that, and, and that, that was just incredible to, to wrap up our, our picks for last week. All right, Jad, go ahead and hit the music. Well, hang on one we second. We will go ahead. I would, okay. I would be a little remiss if I didn't mention that Jacob went 5-5, five and five, wow, and so uh, who he, cares? he had had a fantastic week the week before and had managed to catch you, but uh, – well, now he's he's languishing in last place again. Oh, what a Love shame. It. Oh. Love it. I feel All right, so let's get bad. into it. You can go ahead and hit that music now, Jad, and let's get into our picks for this week. Uh, of course, like I mentioned before, Jacob is not here, so Jad will handle his picks that we received from him a little while ago. We're going to start in the NFL, uh, and we're going to start with the, the game that we were just talking about, Paul, the Broncos at the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. It's a noon game on Sunday. The Chiefs are once again double-digit favorites. They've not performed great uh, against the spread in covering this season, although they did on New on Christmas Eve, that is, against the Seattle Seahawks at home. It's 12.5-point favorites Kansas City are uh, on Sunday. What do you like in this game, Paul? Well, I certainly don't like the Broncos, and though it's 12.5 points, listen, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs, and part of the reason is because of all the teams, of all the teams in the NFL – Who's ready to check in their equipment? I think it's the Broncos. They're ready. Yeah. The, the end of the season can't get here quick enough. They're tired of being, you know, the butt of jokes. Uh, the Broncos show up. They don't perform. Chiefs win this comfortably, and I'm thinking it's going to be by a lot more than 12 and a half. I'm taking the Chiefs. All right, Jad, what does Jacob think with this game on Sunday? Well, Jacob agrees. He's going to go with the, the Chiefs. Attaboy. Yeah, here uh, we go. This one's this was tough because I've got <clears throat> I've got that opportunity for an island here, uh, but I don't dr I don't trust the Broncos at all. Even though I saw what they did against Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, where they made it a game uh, in Denver. Uh, they they've got an interim head coach. I know the stats. 
uh, with teams with interim coaches, their first game. I understand all that. It's a huge double-digit spread. That being said, I think Kansas City will figure it out and be able to play a better game against a bad opponent in Denver. I'll make it a clean sweep. I'll take Kansas City You've minus 12 no and a half. Guts. You know I can't, you I can't pick the Broncos. No guts. The Broncos are terrible. I can't pick the Broncos. Right. I can't. They lost 51 to 14 on Christmas All Day right. against the Rams and Baker Mayfield. I can't. I don't trust him. I can't pick him to cover that. I'm going to take Kansas City. All right, our next game. This one I would have never picked, Paul. I would have never looked at this as a potential game for us to pick. But both of these teams are kind of interesting. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road taking on the Houston Texans. The Texans are far out of it, but they've played much better in recent weeks. And the Jags, they could very easily win the AFC South. The Jags are four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Houston. What do you think? You know something? I have I have really made money with the Texans this year by not picking the Texans. And for that reason only, uh, the Jags still have a little something to play for. I'm going to go ahead and take the Jags on the road, and I'm going to go ahead and give the four and a half. Yeah, <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go next year, and then we'll get uh, Jacob's thoughts. As much as I like what the Texans have done over the last couple of weeks, you know, they very nearly beat the Cowboys. They very nearly beat the Chiefs. Uh, they, they, they got a win last week. Jacksonville has a lot to play for. The fact that the spread is under a touchdown, I think Jacksonville can cover that on the road. Uh, and they could very easily, with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, be headed to the playoffs. So I'm going to take Jacksonville. I'll lay the points at four and a half. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. What about you, uh, Jad? What does Jacob think? Uh, Jacob's going to make it a sweep. Oh, this this is wow. something. Yeah. What a boring what a boring pick selection. <laughs> What's going on so in this segment? What happened to this segment? Man. Boy, it's gone downhill fast. Let me just say this. I am so glad, Tommy, that Paul didn't goad you into taking the Chiefs Island. But are you sure you don't want this one? Yeah, that's, that's I a don't know. That's a good I'm point. not gonna be that's a good I'm point. not gonna be the one this entire time <laughs> to be the only one goaded into taking islands because that's how <laughs> you go like two and eight or three and seven for a week. Yeah. Uh, by taking those stupid risks. So I'm calculated. I'm not gonna take that one. Uh, let's move ahead now to the Panthers on the road taking on the Buccaneers. The Bucks are three and a half point favorites at home. The Panthers, can you believe it? they could still win their division, the NFC South. They're not out of it. This is a huge divisional matchup with the Panthers on the road at Tampa Bay. Uh, Jad, let's start with you and uh, let us know what Jacob thinks in this game. Uh, Jacob's going to go with the Panthers. He thinks they have a lot to play for. They do have a lot to play for. Uh, It's remarkable what they've been able to do under Steve Wilkes as the interim head coach. They don't have Baker Mayfield anymore. Uh, They don't have Christian McCaffrey anymore. Uh, It's crazy what they've been able to accomplish this season with Sam Darnold, of all people, at quarterback. In Tampa Bay has been less than impressive. The fact that the Panthers are getting three and a half points, uh, I don't know. This one's tough. I think I've got to go with Jacob and say the Panthers. Paul, what about you? Well, thank you, and I appreciate both of you guys taking the Panthers. This is a chance on a on a better than 50-50 shot of being on an island 
Tom Brady. Do I need to say more? Defensive Tampa Bay is not bad. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to go on that island, and here's where I pick up a game on you guys. I've got guts. You don't. <laughs> you know, that's actually not a terrible island to be on because of Tom Brady. Um, yeah, he's not played well. I think we can all say that. We can all admit that. Uh, but having an island with Brady, uh, I don't think that's a terrible pick. We'll see how that one pans out. All right, the New York Jets are two-point favorites on the road at Seattle, taking on the Seahawks. We saw the Seahawks last week against the Chiefs inside Arrowhead, and the Seahawks didn't look great. They haven't looked great over the last month or so, and at one point we were talking about them potentially winning the NFC West. Doesn't look like that's going to be happening anymore. That being said, this game is in Seattle. It's kind of a toss-up, but the Jets do get Mike White back at quarterback. So I'll take the Jets. I'll lay the two points. I think they can cover that. Uh, Let's go to Paul. Paul, what do you think? I think the same thing. I'm going to go ahead and take the Jets. I think this is basically a coin flip as well. I'm right with you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jets. I just don't have that feeling that I should have for the Seahawks at this point. I'll go ahead and take the Jets. Yeah, you know, the Seahawks did underwhelm uh, last week in Kansas City. So uh, that's kind of the same logic that I'm using. Jad, what about you? What does Jacob think on this? You guys have given Jacob an island because he's going to go with the Seahawks. Yeah, okay. they didn't look great last week, but they were playing Kansas City. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> not that, again. That's not a bad island to be on. Uh, you know, I, I get the, I understand the Geno Smith Island and the way that they've been able to play. Uh, I think they've won more games than really anybody would have projected that they would win. So that's not a terrible island to be on. We'll see if that one pans out for Jacob. All right, it's a battle of. Los Angeles, the Rams at the Chargers. Paul, we'll start with you. The Chargers are six and a half point home favorites, although the the home is the the same home for the Rams, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, But what do you think? Do you think the Chargers can cover six and a half? Well, this is an interesting game because it kind of goes against my philosophy of how I determine who I'm going to pick. I know you are a guy who loves to study who's injured, who's not playing, who may play, who may play and they're not full strength. I know you love studying that stuff. Normally, it wouldn't matter to me because this is professional football and a lot of guys can play this game and play it at a high level. But the Rams are a little unique on this because they're banged up. They got guys I've never heard of playing on their football team at this point. The Rams are so beat up that even I, who doesn't really care who's hurt and who's not hurt, uh, I can't take the Rams because of their beat up stature. I'm taking the Chargers. Jad, what does Jacob think in this one? Uh, apparently, he, agree- he agrees. He's going to go with the Chargers. All right. I'm going to have my first island. I'm Attaboy. taking the Rams in this. And, and it's very easy for me to pick the Rams because the Chargers don't have much to play for. They've made the playoffs. They're in. And they're not winning the division. So they're locked into a playoff spot. Uh, th- th- if, if I were the Chargers, if I were Brandon Staley, I would arrest a lot of people. And then look at the Rams. They hung 51 points on the Broncos at home on Christmas Day. Baker Mayfield, yeah, they're not making the playoffs, but Baker Mayfield is playing for his future. He's playing over the last couple of weeks for another team to take a shot on him to be their starting quarterback in 2023. So for that and the fact that they're getting six and a half, give me the Rams. I'll take that island all day long. All right, another big game in the NFL that we're going to look at here. The Vikings who have won their division, the NFC North. They're on the road at Green Bay, and Green Bay is battling for a playoff spot. Can you believe it, Paul? 
the Vikings are three and a half point road underdogs and they've won the division. What do you think about that? Do you buy into that? Are you taking the Packers? What are your thoughts? I haven't bought into it all year long. However, I'm thinking I might buy into it this one week and give it a shot. The Vikings have stunk for me. They have literally stunk for me. I've done horribly picking any game the Vikings are involved in. But you know what I'm They've won the division, though. But I know, and I haven't picked him enough. That's, I mean, I've wow. ha- I have stunk with the Vikings. Uh, not that they're a bad team or a good team. All I'm saying is, for me, I've not picked them well. But I'm going to pick them tonight. I'm going to pick them today. I'm going to take them right now. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the three and a half and go with the Vikings. So the Vikings have won more one-score games this season than any other team in the NFL. And they've been able to pull it out all year long. Um, I was on the Vikings as potentially winning the NFC. I'm still on that. But the fact that the Vikings have already won the division and the fact that the Packers have to win, it's a must-win at home in Lambeau for them to keep pace to maybe make the playoffs and that it's Aaron Rodgers, the young receivers are getting healthier with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. They're starting to gel better with Aaron Rodgers. I think I'm going to take the Packers at home and I'll lay the points. I, I'm, I, it's kind of a toss-up for me, but I don't blame you. I'm going to go with Green Bay. Jad, what does Jacob think? Uh, Jacob agrees with Paul. He's going to go Vikings. Wow. Another island. You're going to give me an Aaron Rodgers island, Paul? Well, we'll see. I mean, I mean, it's not like they've actually, you know, blown everybody's socks off this year. Well, they've looked a lot better in, in recent weeks than they did before. They were left for dead back in, like, early November. And now here they are with an opportunity to get a wild card spot in the NFC. It's a must win for Green Bay. So that one's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Our final NFL pick. This one's probably the most difficult one of the entire week to pick. It's Monday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills on the road. They're laying one point. They're one point road favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals. Jad, let's start with you. What does Jacob think in this one? Uh, Jacob's going to go with the Bengals. All right. I mean, it is it is kind of a toss-up, right? It's a coin flip when you're getting one point at home. Uh, Paul, what do you think? You know, something I've been with the Bills a lot, and I think I'm probably about 500. So uh, this is one of those games that I, you know, I asked uh, uh, our, our, our uh, NFL betting uh, guru about this the other day. I get, Well, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah. And uh, she didn't help me out on it because I really still don't know the direction to go. But my <laughs> gut is going to tell me, my gut is going to tell me to take the Bills. I don't even know why I'm taking the Bills, but I'm taking the Bills. Yeah. Um, again, it's a coin flip, right? Yeah. That being said, Cincinnati has looked like probably the most complete team in football for the last month or so. Yep. Uh, and the the Bills have continued to win. Don't get me wrong, uh, but they've not looked as dominant as they did early in the season. That's true. Uh, of course, they've had they've had injuries and, and all of that. Von Miller out for the year, all of that. Uh, this is a big game, and you know what? I'm going to pick the Bengals. I'm going to go with Jacob here on this. Only, I mean, simply put, for the reason that if the Bengals win and Kansas City wins against Denver, then Kansas City gets the one seat back in the AFC. So I'm going to go with the Bengals at home, getting a point. Uh, Go ahead and sign me up for that. All right, we're going to shift gears and look at college football now. Three big bowl games that we're going to be picking. Uh, We're going to start off with TCU, the representative of the Big 12 in the CFP. 
and they're taking on Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Paul, we'll start with you. TCU, they are road dogs, seven and a half points. Your thoughts on this game? Well, this is this is a game, obviously, we're all going to watch. We have a lot of interest. You know, pride of the Big 12. You and I live in Big 12 country. We love the Big 12. This is where we're at. But TCU is a really good football team. But I don't know that they're good enough to cover seven and a half points with Michigan. Michigan is an outstanding physical football team. And because of the physicality of Michigan, I'm going to go ahead and take Michigan. I don't want to, but I'm out to win this whole thing, so I'm going to take Michigan. Yeah, uh, I'm reluctant to agree with you, but I will. Um, I think it's going to be Michigan. Uh, as much as I've enjoyed watching TCU this season and, and what Max Duggan has been able to do, and Quentin Johnston is an NFL caliber wide receiver, and Sonny Dykes in his first year in in uh, Fort Worth, he's built a great program there in TCU to get them to the CFP. It's been fun to watch. I've loved watching it. I think Michigan is at a different level, and what what Harbaugh is doing in Ann Arbor is incredible. Uh, I'll take Michigan. I'll lay the points. I think they win by 10. That's my prediction for this game. Jad, what does Jacob think in this bowl game? Well, you're going to give him another island because he's going with TCU. and he's got, he's got ground to make up, so he'll take it. Wow. All right. I mean, of course, they're getting seven and a half points, and maybe it's that half a point. You know, maybe he thinks that TCU can keep it within a touchdown. Uh, that's only my speculation. All right, the other big semifinal game on Saturday, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, they're taking on the number one Georgia Bulldogs. Ohio State, as we know, uh, crept their way barely into the CFP. They're the number four seed taking on the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are six and a half point favorites in this game. I'll go ahead and start. I, I don't see a reason to not pick Georgia. I think it's the Bulldogs. They've been the top team in America all year long. Ohio State, there was an argument for them to not even make the playoff. Uh, I'm going to take the Bulldogs, uh, and I'll, I'll lay those points. Jad, what about Jacob? What does he think of this one? J uh, Jacob thinks Ohio State can keep it within the number. He's going wow. to Ohio State, yeah. Okay. So he's taking both underdogs in the semifinals in the yep. CFP this weekend. That's a bold move. Paul, what about you? Which Ohio State team shows up? Because right now, I like Georgia. Their physicality, this is this is the closest thing in the country at this point to an NFL team. And uh, six and a half points, that'll be covered in the first uh, quarter and a half. By halftime, it'll be 14. This is going to be a blowout. Ohio State has shown that there are times where they don't play complete games and games get away from them. Not a lot of games, but, but one or two have gotten away from them. I'm going to go ahead and take Georgia as well and put Jacob on that island. Wow, we're giving Jacob an island in both semifinal games in the CFP this weekend. We'll see how that pans out for him. Our final game, Paul, that we're going to pick. I hope you've come up with the decision. Do you want to go last? Let me ask you that. No, Do you want to go last I'll on go this ahead. one? Let me go first. Uh, let me just go okay. ahead. And, All and, right, so and it's, it's, well, of course, Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans taking on Alabama. We'll set the stage here for you. The Wildcats are six-and-a-half-point underdogs. You've had quite a bit of time to think about it. Which way are you leaning? Where are you going to go? May I ask you a question before I answer? Is that all right? And you sure. Get, you, that's I fine. know you'll give me an honest answer. Yeah. Does Deuce Vaughn rush for 100 yards? 
Oh man. Uh, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I do. I, I think that's a that's that's oh, really do. fair. That's a really fair question. Okay. Because anybody who thinks that Deuce Vaughn is going to rush for a hundred plus yards would take Kansas State and that would change the complexion of this football game. I don't think Deuce Vaughn gets a hundred yards, I guess is where I'm at. And I'm not looking at a lot of things, but I'm looking at the ability of K-State to run the football and their need to run the football and have success running the football game against Alabama. I'm not sure they can. Alabama's good up front, and they got linebackers. You have heard the term, linebackers that play downhill. Alabama's got a couple of linebackers that play downhill, my friend. I'm going to go ahead and reluctantly take Alabama, but I can see where this could easily be a 21-point game or more with Alabama winning, uh, unless Deuce Vaughn, Deuce is loose. If we can get Deuce loose, then KSU will have a chance to win this football game, but I'm going to take Alabama. All right, Jad, what does Jacob think? Uh, Jacob's going with K-State. K-State. K-State, all right. He's yep. taking the underdog. Wildcats, man, look, as much as I really, really, really want to pick K-State, and as much as I don't want to give Jacob an island here for all three college games we're picking this weekend, I, I think I have to. Uh, I think I have to give him an island. I think I've got to go Alabama. I think I, it wouldn't shock me one bit if Kansas State wins this game. And I will come on this show and I will say I was wrong. Kansas State was better. Uh, I think that can absolutely happen. Those scenarios, we've talked about them at length. They're there. The Wildcats can win for sure. I just think it's more likely that Alabama covers. Uh, it's six and a half. If it was more than a touchdown, I'd probably go Kansas State. But it's six and a half. I think I'm going to go Crimson Tide reluctantly, kind of like you, Paul. But I'm, I'm cheering for Kansas State. I want to see the Wildcats win. I would happily take a loss if that was the case. Me too. Any final thoughts, Paul, for you? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I will gladly give up that off of my score totals for next week to have Kansas State prove me wrong. I will gladly... Uh, give that up if K-State wins because it would be great for the Big 12. This is a game for all the Big 12, not just Kansas State fans, but this is important to to the image of the Big 12. All right. Well, there it is. And, of course, Jad will keep all the, the records of everything, and we'll, uh, we'll find out where we stand when we do uh, our picks next week. Jacob will be back for all of that. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, our final full segment as we wrap up the final Sports Daily of 2022. It's on the way for you. Hang on. It's Sports Daily. Sports Daily.